And a very happy Friday morning to all of you. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks. I'm JT Hayes with Run Pure Sports. You can find me as always on Twitter at JT Hayes Jr. And for Friday, we've got a nice 14 game slate. And by now, hopefully, you've signed up to Prize Picks. You've taken advantage of that $100 deposit match by entering code MMN. MLB, that's MMN, like Mayo Media Network, MLB, and you're well on your way to having a winning baseball season. Go to prizepicks.com. Really simple. You just choose the over or under using DraftKings Fantasy Points that you think a particular player is going to get that night. And guess what? We're here to help you along every single day of the week on the Mayo Media Network, which you should be subscribed to. Like this video. And as I mentioned, runpuresports.com, we've got a whole network and a team of coordinators dedicated to helping pick out the best prize picks plays. Once again, prizepicks.com, enter code MMNMLB, that's MMN, like Mayo Media Network, MLB for a $100 deposit match. Subscribe to the Mayo Media Network and like this video. As I mentioned, a big slate on Friday night, 14 games. There is one game in the afternoon, looks like the Diamondbacks, and the Cubs. Not going to talk too much about that game, but we will cover the showdown slate for it at rumpuresports.com if you're so inclined. But on Friday night, a couple of picks that I like that are up at prizepicks.com. Right before I recorded this video, took a quick glance and a couple that stood out to me. First and foremost, there are a couple of hitters in Major League Baseball that are simply on fire right now, and one of those is Fran Mil Reyes, for the Cleveland Indians. He gets a home matchup, and there's some conflicting information. Not sure if it's going to be Josh Fleming or Rich Hill. Either way, I'm not really worried. I think Fran Mil Reyes is going to go over his 7.5 fantasy point number on prize picks. He had a big home run tonight in that game against Tampa Bay, and I think that he stands a good chance to do the same here on Friday night. Another pick that I like Justin Upton, first game back from the IL tonight, was kind of quiet, but he gets a nice matchup with Jay Happ and the all of a sudden selling off Minnesota Twins. And listen, Jay Happ has given up a ton of hard contact and home runs to right-handed hitters, and that's what Justin Upton does best is he takes advantage of left-handed hitters, left-handed pitchers that give up a ton of power. And I like Justin Upton's over seven fantasy points on prize picks on Friday night. Another one that I like, the Detroit Tigers. Going to talk a little bit more about them in a little bit, but hey, another hitter that's really hot in Major League Baseball and has been really for the better part of the past month is Jonathan Scope. Jonathan Scope gets a very friendly matchup against Chris Bubik and the Kansas City Royals and their bullpen, which is a little bit below league average. It's going to be hot. It looks like in Kansas City, the wind is going to be blowing out. And I like Jonathan Scope to go over his seven fantasy point total on prize picks. And the last one that I'll leave you with, you know what? It's Chi-Chi Day. That's right. Chi-Chi Gonzalez is going to Los Angeles. And he's going to get a matchup against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I can tell you right now, I just don't think this is going to end well for Chi-Chi for the Rockies. But one guy I think it is going to end well for is Maxwell Muncie. And I like his over here, 8.5 fantasy points against Chi-Chi and that Colorado Rockies bullpen. So just a quick recap of the overs I like here. Fran Mil, Reyes, Justin Upton, Jonathan Scope, and Maxwell Muncie on the Friday Night Slate. 
We are quickly getting to one of my favorite times of the Major League Baseball season. That's the pennant races. It's the trading deadline here in just about a little more than a week. And teams are already starting to talk about big moves. And one team made a big move today. The Tampa Bay Rays landing Nelson, Nelly Cruz from the Minnesota Twins. A guy who's most certainly going to play designated hitter for the Rays. Big power in particular against left-handed pitching, of which there's a good amount of in the American League East. The Rays just a half game back in the AL East. Very likely that the wild card, uh, at least one of the wild cards, if not several of the wild cards, are going to come out of the American League East or West. And with just about two months left in the season, looks like the Rays are starting to make moves here. And that was big for another reason on Thursday night because the Minnesota Twins had a home matchup against Andrew Heaney. Andrew's had his ups and downs this year, but definitively an up night on Thursday. Seven innings pitched, seven strikeouts, two earned runs allowed, and the win against the Minnesota Twins. Certainly no Mitch Garver helped. Certainly no Nelly Cruz helped. But the reason why I mention this is because we were all over him at Run Pure Sports. He was a guy that I said earlier in the day on Thursday that, look, it doesn't make sense from a numbers perspective, but his biggest games have been on the road. They've been against the best hitting teams against left-handed pitching. And I think this is a spot where, out of nowhere, he's going to have a ceiling game. And he did just that, going for a little more than 25 DraftKings points on Thursday night. He's probably pretty close to the best points per dollar play on that slate. So, Andrew Heaney, big night on Thursday night. And watch out for the Detroit Tigers. That's right, the Detroit Tigers. A.J. Hinch, an excellent managerial hire. A.J. Hinch is doing what A.J. Hinch does. He makes teams better. He puts them in position to win. And the Tigers sitting at just 47-51 and 51 in the AL Central. Look, are they going to make the playoffs this year? It's a long shot, no doubt. But I took note when General Manager Al Avila said this week, hey, we're building. We're not rebuilding, so don't expect us to go selling off here like we just saw the Twins start to do today. And I think that's going to be really interesting because, look, this team has come out of the break. They're on fire. They have won seven games in a row. And for the first time in quite a long, long time, it's really fun to watch these Detroit Tigers play baseball. Another division that's going to be really interesting to watch as we get through the next couple of months and the pennant race that I think is going to be one of the closest in all of baseball. Man, how about this National League West? The Dodgers and the Giants just went at it again this week. The Giants, a two-game lead over the Dodgers and just a five-game lead over the San Diego Padres, who are now on a long road trip on the East Coast. But I think that's going to be a lot of fun to watch play out here over the rest of the season. And then maybe the strangest story this week, a couple of nights ago, a late-night I don't know, it was an Instagram post or something like that. This guy, Yermin Mercedes. You guys remember Yermin Mercedes? That's right, for like two weeks, he was the hottest hitter in baseball for the Chicago White Sox. He was hitting everything out of the ballpark. He was just fun to watch. And then just a couple of weird circumstances. He did a couple of silly things that his manager thought were silly. He swung on a 3-0 pitch. I said at the time, look, if you're not going to judge these guys on their stats then sure, maybe he shouldn't swing 3-0 against a position player, but I think he should. Personally, he did. He hit a home run. 
And he, he got a talking to, and now he's on the Triple A squad for the White Sox. The other night he says, look, I'm done, I'm out of here, I'm retired, he's a young kid. Really strange behavior, really strange story all around, but uh, hey, who knows? Maybe one day we'll see your mean back if he doesn't retire in the major leagues, contributing to a White Sox team that has a damn good chance to take the AL Central this season. Getting into the meat of things here with the 14-game slate on Friday night. Let's talk about pitching, and I'm going to start with a couple of guys that a lot of people thought just a few weeks ago, eh, maybe it wasn't going to be a great rest of the season for them. Again, with the Major League Baseball crackdown on sticky substances, one of the things I said at the time was that I think it's going to be a period of adjustment, but I was confident that the guys who had ace-level talent were going to figure this out, and we've seen that come to fruition here. Garrett Cole, just an outstanding couple of performances in a row, a complete game against the Houston Astros in Houston, then a really dominant performance against the Boston Red Sox last week. He faces the Red Sox in Boston on Friday night. He's just 10.0. His price still hasn't adjusted to the fact that he's clearly figured things out without being able to use that pine tar or the other substances. And he's on the list of guys that I think I might be rostering quite a bit on Friday night. Garrett Cole, 10.0 DraftKings against the Boston Red Sox. Another guy who people thought, hey, and it was actually started before the substance crackdown. And, and who knows, maybe he was policing himself a little bit. Lucas Giolito. Lucas Giolito, though. A couple of great performances, yes. One was against the Orioles, but one against also the Houston Astros. He gets a matchup in Milwaukee against the Milwaukee Brewers and priced at 9.6. I actually think that I'm going to have some of Lucas Giolito as well. And then we drop down to a couple of guys that are interesting to me for their price points. The first, Zach Plezak. Zach, on and off the IL this year. He's back. He looks to be fully stretched out. He gets a home matchup with the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, I don't know if Nelson Cruz will be able to be in the lineup or not. Not sure exactly what the COVID protocols are going to be for tra- transitioning to new teams. Uh, perhaps he is, perhaps he's not. But at 7-3, I do like Zach Plezak here in a matchup with Tampa, who can strike out quite a bit. Cal Quantrill did okay against them tonight. Obviously, Zach Plezak a much better pitcher than Cal Quantrill. And then the last guy I'll mention, Colorado Rockies going into L.A., Coming out of altitude, I think the Dodgers are going to easily win this game. And a guy that I don't think I've rostered in several years, he didn't play last season, but looks like he's getting the ball. Again, the Dodgers have done some wild things with their starting pitchers. So sometimes what's announced the night before or what people think is going to happen, they they sometimes change their minds. They'll throw in an opener or something like that. But as of right now... Looks like David Price is going to start that game. He pitched four innings and struck out four against the Rockies in Colorado just about a week ago. And he gets the same matchup. And at 6.3 on DraftKings, if you wanted to get creative and stack up a couple of these more expensive offenses, then I think that David Price may be a guy that I'll take some shots on to see if he can get me a 20-point performance here on DraftKings on Friday night. As far as offense, look, 14 games, there are a ton of great spots. I'm going to narrow it down and start with two spots that I think are going to be a little bit off the board on Friday night, but two offenses that have been fairly good in these same situations this year, 
And starting with the Detroit Tigers, who've won seven in a row. I mentioned they're on a upward march to the 500 mark and possibly an outside shot at playoff contention. They get Chris Bubik, who simply has not figured it out in the major leagues just yet. He gives up a ton of hard contact, a ton of fly balls. He's got an expected ERA of 5.86, an XFIP of 5.08, and he gives up 1.87 home runs per nine. So I think a couple of these guys are going to go yard. As I mentioned earlier, it's going to be hot. At least that's what it looks like right now in Kansas City. The wind may be blowing out of that stadium. That's when it plays a little bit smaller. I can see a bunch of runs being scored here. Honestly, I can see the Royals scoring some runs too here on Friday night. But sticking with the Tigers, my favorite guys from this lineup, already talked about Jonathan Scope at 4.9. Robbie Grossman at 3.7. Another home run the other night. Really, really good season from Robbie Grossman. Eric Haas has come out of nowhere, 4.5. He's multi-position eligible on DraftKings as well. And then this guy, again, another guy, out of nowhere, taking advantage of some injuries and getting into some additional playing time. And he's just hitting a home run every night as well. Zach Short, if you haven't heard of him, his name is Zach Short, and all he does is hit bombs. 3.2K, that'll round out the top four guys that I'll use from the Detroit Tigers stack on Friday night. Second spot talked about under-the-radar stacks. That's what I'm going to stick with. And I'm going to go over to the Mid-Atlantic, the Baltimore Orioles, against Patrick Corbin. Patrick Corbin, the third-worst expected ERA on the Friday night slate at 5.75. He's allowing 1.64 home runs per nine innings. And look, the Orioles have been a top-five team against left-handed pitching all season long. It doesn't make any sense because they're not in contention. They're not going to be in contention. But this is what they do. They hit left-handed pitching very, very well. And the four guys that I'm looking at here, Austin Hayes, 2.8, usually hitting in the two-hole. Hits very well against left-handed pitching. I think he's a little bit too cheap in this matchup. And remember, that Washington bullpen has come back down to earth as well. So if they can get to Corbin early and get into that bullpen, they get additional opportunities there. Ryan Mountcastle, love the talent on this young hitter. 3.8K on DraftKings on Friday. Ramon Urias, 2.8K. He's been hitting pretty well of late, and he also is one of these guys. And the Orioles seem to find this type of talent, this type of split-level talent that will hit well against one particular side. It looks like Ramon Urias is a guy that does that against left-handed pitching. And let's round it out with one of the great baseball names of all time, at catcher Pedro Severino. He's just 2.8K on DraftKings for the Baltimore Orioles. Other spots, these are pretty obvious. I talked about it being Chi-Chi night in Los Angeles. The Dodgers get Chi-Chi. I don't have to say anymore because Chi-Chi actually has the worst expected ERA on this slate at 6.70. And then the Houston Astros against Colby Allard and the Texas Rangers. The Rangers, really the only team in the American League West that do not have a shot to be in it in the mix for the playoffs. And it'll be interesting to see what they do as the deadline passes here in the course of just a little more than a week. So like the Astros and the Dodgers, they are expensive, but you can pair them easily with these cheaper stacks like the Tigers and the Orioles and get your two higher-end pitchers just as well. We'll finish it off with a couple of bets that I like. The Los Angeles Angels in Minnesota. Minnesota has begun to sell off. They'll be sending 
Jay Happ to the mound, or they won't. Maybe he'll get traded in the middle of the day to a contender that maybe thinks he can eat some innings. But I like this Angels team here, the minus one and a half run line at plus 120. I think there's some good value there. It should be uh, approaching the 90 degree mark in Minnesota. Looks like there may be a little bit of a wind blowing out there as well. So I like the Angels run line here. And then give me the Detroit Tigers money line. Plus 110 right now on DraftKings. Like I said, they won seven in a row. And they're playing some really, really good baseball right now. That does it. That does it for prize picks on the Friday night 14-game slate. A lot of things could change. Like I said, sometimes the Dodgers will decide that, hey, we don't want to start David Price. Maybe we want to start an opener. Maybe that changes the way I look at their situation. There could be other things. There could be trades throughout the day. We'll get lineups late in the day. That's why you should visit us at runpuresports.com. Enter code OPEN50, 50% off of your first month's payment. What do we have there? I'm glad you asked. We've got a playbook for every single slate. We've got core plays for every slate. We've got slate strategies written by some of the best and brightest minds about Major League Baseball. And, of course, we've got a Discord that's going 24-7. It's going right now, talking about the end of the Thursday night slate, runpuresports.com. Enter code OPEN50 for 50% off of your first month's payment. I'm JT Hayes. Good luck tonight.